trying to get crazy with this scene. Don't you know I'm loco? loco? <laughs> morning and welcome to the Fantasy Blink Daily Podcast, where we talk all sports, fantasy, and real. I am Brian Baines. He is Clintus Maximus. We are one dynamic duo. Welcome. May 10th, Tuesday, episode number 510. Good morning, sir. Dynamic duo. Dynamic duo. I'm always too tired to do this. Did you know that? (laughs) (laughs) Never. Never too tired. Never it's like as soon as we get going, I'm like, all right, here we go. Let's get it. Now, yeah, we're oh. ready to roll, ready to roll, ready even to roll. if there's not much to talk about. But, you know, I watched a little basketball last night. Oh, did you? Who'd you watch? I watched both games, Boston, uh, 116-108 over Milwaukee. I didn't watch the whole game. I'm going to be honest. Didn't watch the whole game of right. either. But I, but I watched the fourth quarter of both games, which is nice. all that matters Good. in an right. NBA game, right? I mean, That's mostly true, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So the story um, of how they got there doesn't matter. No, no. Milwaukee was leading Boston when I turned it on, and uh, I was trying to figure out how because Boston looked so dominant in the fourth yeah. quarter uh, that I don't know how Milwaukee was even hanging around. Um, wow. Granted, Al, Hor- I don't think Al Horford is normally uh, draining threes uh, left and right and hitting everything. <laughs> he inside. has a night every <laughs> once in a while. He has a night. He's a great. He's. I mean, is Al is Al Horford up there with like legend status? Has he been on some great teams and been a great player for a long I time? I I don't feel like it. I, I, does he have a ring? Was he with the I Celtics say way he back? Has when a they, ring. Yeah, when, I want to. Was say he does. with them when they won? I I, I, I want to yeah, say he know. has one, maybe two, but I only say that because he has been around for a while. He has, and we don't have a lot of guys like that. He's got to be thirty plus, right? Uh, he's probably thirty-five or Whew. more. He's more than he's older than thirty-five. I would guess. Wow. I'd say thirty-seven, thirty-eight, maybe forty. I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, Al Horford's been around forever. I feel. I don't know. I know I'm getting older. But he's he got to be getting older he, with me. He looked twenty-two in the fourth quarter last night wow. because he yeah. was just dominant, and uh, the Good the Celtics him. seemed to get all kinds of easy shots, and every one of them went in and. The Bucks had to work for everything, and yeah, they lost by eight. So that one is knotted up. At two to two, they head back to Boston, uh, not tonight, but tomorrow night. So, uh, yeah, that that one's rolling. very cool. Golden, Golden State one hundred one, Memphis ninety eight. Oh, I they won. Nice. I turned this one on, and Memphis was ahead and had not trailed yet to that point. And uh, Golden State kind of hung around, hung around, and yeah. uh, guess what? Golden State doesn't ever miss free throws. <laughs> well. You well, don't want to get into it. You don't want to yeah. get into a foul game with it's them true. because they did not miss anything, and uh, they got their first lead. I believe was at about ninety-nine to ninety-eight or something like that, and, uh, yep. and, and end up winning one hundred and one to ninety-eight. Wasn't frustrating. Wasn't, were they in well, Memphis? They were in Golden State. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. If you're in Memphis and your home fans are like feeling it all game and you're just having a great time. And then you lose. Oh, it's such a bummer, right? Yeah, yeah. So Golden State up 3-1, heading back to Memphis uh, yeah. tomorrow night for a chance to close that out. I don't know if John Morant will be able to play tomorrow or not. So we'll see 
three what, one. What, what his injury is, and yeah, so the, so the Warriors have a chance to uh, to close it out at home in uh, would be probably Thursday. Yeah, when, fr- that- Friday, Friday, right? Because they'll play tomorrow in Memphis, and then Friday back in. Boston. I think so. Yeah, they'll no, they'll close it out tomorrow. Um, <clears throat> I, there was that stat that the Warriors are. I want to say they were tied for fourth all time with when they win game one, they win the series. Oh, I mean, this is like a big, big deal. Um, like for them, I mean, as far as like winning as teams in the playoffs, when they win game one, they win the series. Golden State has been on quite a tear in the last, I don't know, seven years, let's just say six years. Pretty good. Maybe. Pretty good. Pretty good team. Yeah. Yeah, Steph Curry setting all these records. I mean, every night seems like he sets a record. The other night was the highest free throw percentage ever <laughs> in NBA history. And then he missed the free throw, of course. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> which was hilarious because they were laughing about it because it's the announcer jinx. It's yeah. a real thing. Yep. You know, ask they do it to, they do it to kickers. They do it to, yeah, they yeah. Do it to kickers. They do it to uh, free throw shooters. They do it to, uh, you know, to pitchers or whatever. Yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll jinx them somehow. It's true. Anytime an announcer says, yeah, this game's over. Oh, no, next play wins. Not even close. (laughs) NHL, we had four games in the NHL last night. Florida strikes back, beats the Capitals 3-2. They are tied 2-2. The Penguins 7-2 over the Rangers. They're about to close this out. They're up 3-1 in that series without a goalie. They have literally played. You don't need a goalie. They, they have played four games with no goalie in the net. Zero. Can't you goalie. just throw another defenseman back there? I guess that's what they've been doing because, uh, you know, yeah. But it's working. So, uh, Penguins about to move on in that one. Calgary 4-1 to one over the uh, Dallas Stars. That one's tied up at 2-2. Two to two. And as predicted, the Colorado Avalanche shut out the Nashville Predators 4-0. Uh, they, wow, they win the game, they win the game 5-3, but uh, they win the series 4-2-0. So they are the first hockey team to move on into the second round. So, Does Avalanche uh, win it at all? Uh, it's possible. It did I possible. say that before? What team did I say? I think I already called somebody to win this, but I don't remember. Yeah, I can't remember either. Maybe that was know, basketball. Florida, Florida was the favorite, but I don't know. They're struggling with Washington. Uh, that's Colorado, all, that's Colorado just quick. flew through, flew yeah. through this first round. So, okay, uh, what do you think about that in sports? This is a big, big, big deal. What do you feel about the days off? Because some people say, no, 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 you can't take days off because you get out of rhythm. You kind of lose the thing you have going. And other people say, no, we need to rest the guys. We see it in the NFL when you clinch a playoff. Uh, you clinch home field advantage playoffs and you have like two games left in the season. Do you bench your guys or not? This is a little different. You're in the playoffs. You've just swept. What do you like? Are you stoked about getting some rest in this situation or are you like, no, we need to keep on a roll. Yeah. Cause Colorado's looking at a week off probably at this point. <laughs> right. Because, so because these other yeah. series are tied up at two, uh, right. you know, it's yeah. They're looking at a, probably a full week before they get to play again. And uh, I think you gotta, uh, barring barring good. injuries that you need to rest guys up, but whatever. I think when you got the flow, when you got it rolling, uh, I think yeah. you want to get back on the ice or back on the court or back on the field as soon as you possibly can. Now, obviously, football is a little different where you're going to have a week off no matter what. Right. But uh, and, what about and football, as a coach? And, do you get them out there and just get them going today or tomorrow or? What do you do? Give them a day off and then get back out there. Probably you, you, you probably give them or... a day off and get them back on the ice and get them, you know, get them game ready. I mean, Isn't I don't weird? think I don't feel like Colorado has any 
major injuries. Yeah. Uh, Nazim Kadri, Nazim, uh, I believe, is, needs – I don't know if he's back yet or not and whether that would affect – it might buy him a little bit more time to, uh, to rest up. He was so good during the regular season and then uh, – uh, they really missed him. Tang really missed him, especially yeah. in, the, in the fantasy playoffs. Um, so we'll see if he gets back or if he has already has been back. I haven't paid real close attention to who's on the ice in this one, but I, you know, I think you got to keep keep it rolling. Yeah. Uh, speaking of rolling, the National League West in baseball. Have you seen this division? No. Tell me Crazy more. Dodgers, obviously, uh, nineteen and eight. Uh, you know they are. Probably the best yeah. team in baseball, right? The Padres yeah. at nineteen and eleven in Whoop, second place. Nice. Uh, the San Francisco Giants in third place at seventeen and twelve. Okay, but the Colorado Rockies look now sixteen and thirteen. Wow. And the Arizona Diamondbacks at sixteen and fourteen. Wow! Look at this. All <laughs> winning teams right all now. over five hundred in the NL West. Uh, that's crazy. Uh, maybe crazy. they haven't. Maybe they haven't been playing each other. Although I feel like they have. I, I feel like the Dodgers have played the Padres. They played the Giants. They played the Rockies. Uh, I think they played the Diamondbacks too. I think these guys have played each other. Well, good so, team uh, split. You know, I mean, they're going to yeah. split series, and it's all going to look even for a while. I hope they can keep it up. I really, really do, because we all know that they can go out there and slap around part of the NL Central, part of the NL East. You know. Um, especially the Reds, but, um, I <laughs> Reds have won two in a row. Watch out. Oh up. no. They got the fans out there. Told you it'd work. No, no, I, I, uh, I hope that, I mean, I, I have, there's a place in my heart for all of the NL West, except for the Dodgers. Um, I was out in Arizona in 2001 and that was one of the greatest things to be part of in my whole life. Um, and I, I was, I mean, we were that watching was, baseball, was that, was but that, that was shilling in the big unit, right? That was against the Yankees. Yeah, that was uh, pretty amazing. Um, it was more. It was more over Gonzalez, and oh, there was one other big bat on that Marlin or not Marlins uh, on that Arizona team. I totally forget right now, but um, yeah, why am I drawing a blank? But either way, uh, so I like the Diamondbacks. Obviously, uh, really, really enjoyed the Giants back with Brian Wilson in the odd years. I think they were winning it. Was it? Yeah, um, like like nine, eleven, thirteen, or whatever they did. Um, they were they were one. It was them. Uh, let's see, Red Sox were four. Yeah, so it was Red Sox on the evens, I believe, and then it was uh, Giants on the odds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that that was fun. I mean, I enjoy what the Giants do. It seems like the Giants are kind of uh, the A's of the National League. They don't have any stars, and I know you can argue this, but come on, they don't really have any stars. And they can win. They get guys on base, and they seem to play real baseball. And it's been interesting to see them, like, hang with them for the last few years, especially the Dodgers. Yeah, they've done a great job with their staff, too. They really have managed their pitchers well. uh, Oh, yeah. They've always started with pitching, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. I feel. But, um, you know, I don't know if they have what it takes come playoff time. But um, the Padres are one of my favorite up-and-coming teams, obviously. We all like the Padres. Just because they have Tatis and guys, we don't love Manny Machado. But guess who's leading the Amer- the whole baseball and batting average right now? Yeah, probably Manny Machado. Machado. He's yeah. killing it, hitting yeah, home Manny runs, Machado. he's hitting for average. Yeah. 
he should, right? I mean, he's making that money. He better. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, I I have a, a place in my heart for all these teams. I'm drawing a blank. What's the what's the fourth team that you just mentioned? Oh, the Rockies, of course. You, yeah, Rockies. So yeah. the Rockies, when I was out in Denver, um, I've never seen a city love a baseball team as much as Colorado loved the Rockies, at least when I was there. And this was in uh, – 97 i want to say is there a city is there a city you haven't been in man man oh man yeah i know i've spent some crazy well-traveled man (laughs) i've been in some places for very short periods of time however though i mean i was only in arizona for eight months i was in uh you know new york for three months i was in uh Denver's a crazy story because my aunt passed away and we went out there. My fa- my dad was left basically as the executor of her, ex- executor of her estate. Um, and so we went out there to fix the house up and then sell it and then, you know, sell her stuff that we didn't take with us, you know. Yeah. And so while we were in Denver, I was, uh, man, I was 17 years old, just about to turn 18. And you know, uh, it was cool. We went to a Denver Broncos game on Monday mm-hmm. night against the Raiders. Mm-hmm. And and you, as a kid, you don't really understand the importance of this. I knew it was a rivalry. Watched Ed McCaffrey stretch out on this, like, 70-yard bomb from Elway. It was super rad. <laughs> but um, as, a, as an adult now, I'm like, oh, that was pretty legit for my dad to do that, to take me to a game because the, those tickets were expensive. And my dad doesn't go all out. Ever. Yeah, okay. He's yeah. he's gone all out twice in his whole life. Uh, <laughs> one was, well, maybe let's say three times. One was asking my mom to marry him because she was way out of his league. And uh, the other time was uh, he bought a brand new truck for the first time back in 02. And uh, then this time I think was probably right up there because he was like, we're going to a Monday night football game. We're, where do we want to sit? He decided let's sit like right in the middle of the field, like as close as we can get. Right. And so we were like, we were like 30 rows up maybe, nice. but we were right behind the players' wives, literally. Like this fake hair was on my leg, you know, like <laughs> it, we were right there. And I was, and it was cool. It was really fun because they were chatting about ridiculousness all night and I was trying not to laugh out loud. Um, but, <laughs> no, but nothing to fun. do with the game, right? <laughs> nothing to do with the game. No, it was all about the other players and their wives. And bitchy this and bitchy that. And it was funny. We were laughing. Gossip. We were Gossip so Central. close. We were so close to the field. And I've been to a few football games, but that was probably one of the best memories. And being out in Denver, again, they love everyone we talk to, especially the older ladies. No joke, okay? When we were in Denver, in this neighborhood, my aunt had was about 80 years old, maybe a little older when she passed away. Everyone in the neighborhood was like 80-year-old women, okay? Maybe 70 to 80-year-old women. And they were all, when the Rockies were on, that's all they talked about. And every day they were like, got to get home in time for the game, doing this, got to get ready for the game, having friends over for the game every day. And I was like, oh, these ladies are awesome. Like, that was so cool to me that they had the, er, their thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so that's that. Yeah. So was your, dad, was your dad a big sports fan like you? <laughs> no, no. My dad watched baseball as a kid. He loved the Yankees as a kid. Of course, he. He grew up in the, uh, you know, 40s and 50s of Yankee baseball. Um, so he got to see some pretty awesome stuff. Um, but no, other than baseball, he wasn't really a sports fan. We watched Monday Night Football. Uh, he would have it on when I was a kid, just basically so he could keep up with what the guys were talking about at work. He wasn't okay. really like a fan fan. He was just like, you know, wanted to know what was going on and be able to be like, hey, did you see the game the other night? You know. That kind so of that, so that taking you to the Broncos game Monday Night Football really was for you. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. It was for me. I, but I mean, I was a, I was obviously diehard sports kid from playing, but I think once my dad and I at probably, I would have to say probably 11 years old, 10 years old, being out on the ball field, throwing the ball every day, my dad would be out there throwing to us. He'd be out there. I think, I think really my dad's favorite part of life was when he'd get off work and there'd be 10 kids at the baseball field across the street from my house and he'd come over and be our pitcher. And so, yeah, it was amazing. He'd be all time pitcher. And he just, he just lobbed, the, he'd not lob, but he'd throw the balls in there for everybody, you know, and uh, watch the shenanigans. Big Kahuna knows what I'm talking about. And, and, uh, and most importantly, wouldn't hit anybody. That's all, was no, always the, that was no. the worst thing about having the kids pitch, right? Is you always got hit. Yep. Right? But yep, you could always true. trust dad to put the ball across the plate. Isn't that weird? I know. Isn't that weird? Like muscle memory as an adult. Yeah. Yeah. yeah my dad was good about it. And then when uh, there wasn't anyone else out there, he'd be out there hitting me fly balls. So. I think he really enjoyed that, and which, you know, hey, I mean, as a dad, I throw the football with my daughters or the baseball with my daughters, and they love that. We play basketball and stuff. But as a son, the, the, the difference there, I think, I think there's some differences there. My girls aren't every day like, let's go play ball, you know. But for me, it was like, oh, I was already there. <laughs> you know, yeah. when he got home from work, I was already there because otherwise I'd get asked to do chores or something. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> Oh, get get to the field quick! Dad's on the way home. Quick, quick, yep. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But it was it was cool like that, and and I think that that was uh, that was part of why you know you get down to seventeen years old that he was like, hey, what can we do now as like more grown ups? What can I take my son to that's a little bit bigger of a thing? Yeah. And uh, we were there, we were there, and it was awesome that he did that, and yeah, we had a good time. Cool. It's they were like a hundred dollars a ticket, which back then was probably a lot. Yeah. Right. But, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that, that was, that was a ton yeah. back in. But Monday night football, I mean, so far I've been to a Monday night football game and a Thursday night football game. So yeah, pretty yeah. epic. Yeah. So it's fun. I think, you know, I encourage everyone get out and, and do those things because they do create a memory and it is something, you know, you could have all the money in the bank or zero money in the bank. And if you don't have any memories, then you're not doing it right. You know, got to make memories. I know Daddy-O knows what I'm talking about. So it seems like his whole life is creating memories. Absolutely. <laughs> Traveling all over the world. <laughs> yep. Seeing it all. Taking it all in. So, yeah. So, so we got it. We got, we got another, uh, an, another little uh, uh, sneaker football game announced. Yeah, exactly. Another one. Another one jumps up on the schedule. So this actually know? eliminates one because we already talked about who are the Rams going to play on the first. That's right. It's not the Bills. First, it's, it's not, not going to be. It's not. Well, we don't know. It might be the Bills. Bills are oh, playing week, week two. Oh, we that's know, We know about that's week right. two. That's but right. we know now that the Broncos will not be playing the Rams on the first Thursday night game because the Broncos will be playing the Rams on Christmas Day. Oh, wow. There we go. So Christmas lands on a Sunday wow. this year. And yep. Most There's of the so games, many games. <laughs> most of the games will probably be played on Saturday, but they will. I, I'm guessing mm-hmm. they will have – they no, they already said this. They already said there's going to be like four games or five games on Sunday. Yeah, They're actually okay. doing yeah. like a lot of games on Sunday, as more than usual anyway. Yeah, yeah. Because of the landing on Sunday thing. So maybe weird. they're gonna do maybe they're gonna do uh, a, a few on Saturday and a few on Monday, and then just do yeah. the rest on Sunday. Uh, so the Rams are gonna take on the Broncos on Christmas Day, CBS slash Nickelodeon game. Baby. There we go. Nice. Ooh. Yeah. That's always fun. Yep, should be fun. I, I thoroughly, thoroughly as a as a you know 
52-year-old kid. Enjoy the Nickelodeon broadcast. (laughs) (laughs) As guys uh, dive into the slime zone and, uh, you know. I think it should have actual slime. I mean, I like the graphics, but they need to actually get some foam and slime out there and just blast these dudes when they get touchdowns. That'd be fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. Why not? So another another leak. Another leak. Another day, another leak. I'm assuming we'll get a couple more leaks tomorrow. Wait, can uh, we do something here? Let's Let's pull a little Columbo here. We know who's playing week two Monday night, right? Yeah. Would it be safe to to assume? Four teams. Yeah. Could it be safe to assume that one of those teams plays the Sunday game that we're looking at because they get pushed back to Monday the next week? So it could be. You see what I'm, I'm saying? Telling you, it could be the. I think it's going to be the Rams Bills. I think it's going to be the Rams Bills oh, on, on the first Thursday night game. Would be so epic. Ooh, that would be cool. That'd give them more time. Maybe not Thursday then. It will be a Thursday game. You're right. Maybe then it won't be one of these teams because they'd have an extra day off extra extra time man i don't know this is tough i think we need to we need to figure this out although i know we're probably going to get it leaked tomorrow so how about uh (laughs) was it abides that posted or a bully it might have been bully that posted about uh the steelers not leaving their own time zone this year yet the seahawks have to travel like ninety five thousand miles, (laughs) so ridiculous because of because of a they're you know they're on the in the corner of the yeah. United States and the farthest from everybody, and they must have uh, you know they must be playing an Eastern Division conference for their uh, interdivisional games, and then then they have to travel to London or or Germany or one of those. Um, yeah. Yes, and and yet the Steelers must be playing their out of conference games must be with like Tennessee and indianapolis and those guys because they literally they literally don't have to leave their time zone uh isn't that ridiculous i mean do they not like think about this do they not have a calculator so far that figures this out like yeah put in each team and average out where should they all be going each week to play okay mix and match this is kind of ridiculous but i think the seahawks are getting penalized a bit i think that there's something going on Marshawn Lynch a while back um, alluded, I'm going to say nicely, alluded to uh, some things about him not getting the ball in the Super Bowl, okay? Hmm. And he had, he had made it sound, if you're reading through the lines a little bit or whatever, he had made it sound like there are other powers at play, whether you do good or not, in the eyes of the NFL, okay? Now, are the Seahawks basically uh getting penalized for basically destroying their team trading Russell Wilson away. <laughs> their team has zero good players on it from last year or two years ago yeah uh like they've lost so many guys in the last five years did, did the NFL this. just say well they're gonna suck anyway so we might as well somebody's right. gotta travel somebody's gotta do all this traveling so yep we'll, we'll just make the Seahawks do it it was either them or either them or Tampa Bay and they looked over and Tom gave him the eyebrow up <laughs> And they were like, yeah, it's Seahawks. We, it was going to be Seahawks. Speaking of Tom Brady, uh, he's in the news again this morning. Uh, he has been, has been announced that whenever he is done playing football, that he will immediately move into the lead analyst role for Fox. No way. NFL, yes. No way. Are you kidding me? Official news. 
Fox, wow. Fox has announced it. Yeah. You know what this means, right? So that now now is is Aikman the lead analyst right now, or did he move on to? No, I would isn't say it's Aikman. Doing, it's Aikman Bucks. Okay, so isn't yeah. he doing Monday Night Football, though, or something? Didn't no, do... well, I don't know if they've changed it. Obviously, Peyton and Eli are the only Monday Night crew I watch. But, yeah. um, you know, unless we're all with Aaron Rodgers and we watch the ESPN broadcast on mute. But um, I am – this is – I mean, this is this is kind of mind-blowing. I didn't hear anything about this, so you're catching yep. me off just, guard with just, this. Just broke this morning. I mean, there's nothing bigger. I mean, there's nothing bigger. This is something that's unprecedented. Uh, Brett Favre never did like TV like this, did he? No, no he not, never did. not in this role. To be immediately put into the top, the lead, he is the lead analyst for Fox. But think so about we, the greatest so, of all times. So they regardless of who's doing it, when before he retires, he immediately takes their place. Yeah. Regardless of how good or bad. <laughs> they are well he'd be I, with joe I, Buck. I believe i believe that it's aikman right aikman yeah it would be it would be aikman right and maybe aikman's taking some time maybe he's doing something else i mean you never know maybe i mean they'll just shuffle guys around or whatever but they say lead analyst but come on what does that mean do you switch you know do you be on one broadcast with so and so and another broadcast with so and so this just cements fox as the king of football i mean this yeah. is beyond king stuff yeah because they're, they're striking first on this one for sure this is right? this is too big actually if you think about this because walter payton didn't ever broadcast emmett smith didn't ever broadcast randy moss broadcasts right yeah. randy moss does yeah. some broadcasting i believe um jerry rice never broadcast did he no. Maybe he's done a little, maybe here and there, maybe not, guest appearances. Not, but the, the key, yeah, the key being none of them were named the lead analyst before they even retired from the game. <laughs> well, but the, I mean, that's all, that's just fluff and that's title and whatever. But having the greatest of all time be in a booth talking to you about the game. Yeah. Um, we're going to get some things that even Tony Romo might not talk about. Now for Brady haters, this has got to, this has got to sting a little bit, <laughs> right? Because yep. he, he's been shoving it in our faces for years and years on the yeah. field. And then we're going to, we'll get no break. He will be right there. <laughs> exactly. I will tell you this. You're going to get, you're going to love Brady. I will tell you this already. I already know this will happen. I was not a Romo fan at all during his football career. And the second I heard him broadcasting, I fell in love with his broadcasting style and his charisma. And I know that Brady will get fired up. Oh, Brady's yeah. not going to yeah. be, Brady's a lot like, uh, well, I'm not going to say this, but Brady's Brady is Brady does not like, he's not media trained quote unquote, like, yeah. like in certain things, he is perfectly yeah. media trained, but he is not going to be like, well, that was a great play. Let's see what they do next play. M much like Peyton and Eli. He right? is going to be like, that's, let's that's, get that's, it. That's, that's why we watch them because yeah. we, we can't wait to hear, you know, they're going to tell it like it is and they, yeah. they will call a spade a spade. And, right. Uh, it, you know, which you don't let, get let, out let of most announcers. No. Like you might hear no. Joe Buck say, well, that was uh, less than we were hoping for, <laughs> you know, but that's his dry hilariousness. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're kind of like yeah. knowing with him. I was blown away again. I, I mentioned this two days in a row, but I was blown away at the things Joe Rogan was saying about the fight the other night. You yeah. never hear somebody say this is the worst 
no, because, thing because, of all time. No, because it's their brand, right? right he's representing, exactly, he's exactly. representing the brand. He's paid by the UFC right. uh, to, to be there to announce. And the last thing the UFC wants wants their announcer to do is call their product garbage. Product right? garbage, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but doesn't Peyton do this? You, we've seen Peyton sit there and go, are you kidding me right now? They why ran did you, on why did they call seven. that? Yeah, why yeah. did they call that? Part? He's like, you can't do that. You're not trying to win the game here. What are you doing? Like, and that's what I love. And I know we're going to get that out of Brady. And that might be interesting to hear Brady calling maybe Josh Allen out, maybe Patrick Mahomes out, yeah. and saying, "Hey, that's the throw you can't make." You know, at some yeah. point, do you know what yeah. that would be like if you go and, back and, and watch your game? And he's got the street cred to be able to back it up. <laughs> Right? A little bit, a little yeah, bit. That's kind right? of a problem, can, isn't it? He can, yeah, he can call <laughs> Mahomes whatever he wants because you know, yeah. just look at the rings upon his fingers. Exactly. And, uh, <laughs> you know, he has the credibility to be able to uh, to mock or knock anybody he wants uh, during the broadcast. So yeah, this fun. is good. We could talk this all day. Here's two things to think about. At some point, it might be five years from now. It might be ten years from now. Who knows? At some point. Will players be playing knowing that Brady's calling their game and then have to look back and, and they're doing everything to make Brady proud of them? Oh, man. The they oh, don't man. even care if they he's, win the he's game. He's calling right? our game. Darn it, man. He's like, I gotta, oh, I have to make every throw right. I got to be extra good. <laughs> Poor game. Zach Wilson, right? <laughs> Poor young guys. The other thing to think about is how many games in. We got to have this. This is our thing. Okay, We got to write this down. Take a note. Once once Brady starts announcing, how many games in will it be before Fox has him wear all his rings to one of the games? <laughs> okay, they've got to get him there. Coming on, you know, they always start off with Joe Buck, and they're ta- he's like, "Welcome in to the, the broadcast tonight, Sunday night, Monday night, whatever it is, blah blah blah." And with me tonight is Tom Brady, and they zoom over, and Brady's sitting there like polishing all his rings. Yeah, It'd just be uh, so keep, awesome. Keep your hands away from the microphone. We're getting feedback. <laughs> Lots of feedback from the, on the microphone. So <laughs> Too much awesome. metal. Too much metal. Just so <laughs> awesome. And who knows how this year pans out? I mean, Brady is at the point right now, and not to make a, a crude joke, but I can because it's about me. I don't have enough fingers to hold all Brady's rings. Okay, oh, so yeah, yeah. so There's to be that. very honest, <laughs> that is a wild thing. We, I always thought Phil Jackson getting his tenth ring would be epic because he could then have rings on every finger. Yeah, isn't that amazing, right? But I think Brady's one away from me not being able to wear his rings. Right. Which, <laughs> I know he cares about this, and it's does a big he, deal to him. Yeah, does, he, does he have one more in him? That's the question. That's so much. So, so, so on another note, do you own any? Miami Dolphins running back. Oh, I thought about getting rid of Chase Edmonds last night, but I know he's so good, I can't do it. Yeah, well, he's got more competition because the Dolphins have signed Sony Michelle. Saw that. Gosh. Yeah, what do you think about get, it? Let's get one more in the room, right? Mm. Well, you know, Monster, it's good for two games. Yep. Great yeah. games. Monster will have two great Chase, games. Chase, Chase Edmonds is good for eight. Uh, Miles Gaskin is gone i guess i mean you know he's still yeah, there but... gasket. yeah uh and maybe Sony, that's their game Sony, plan Sony, yeah i mean they clearly are going to adopt the the uh the san francisco 49ers style of offense i mean that you know they're gonna they're gonna be With running Tyreek. from all directions yeah from... <laughs> they're gonna be like hey tyreek what do you think about debo samuel yeah. play mm-hmm. style yeah debo's like outweighs him by twice he's two oh, Tyree kills right <laughs> yeah that's what you would think i imagine 
I don't. This is weird. I mean, right now the Miami Dolphins. I had to pause there for a minute. I thought maybe they changed their name, which was weird. Um, the Miami Dolphins need to need to realize they're kind of trying to be the Bengals, but offensive side of the ball. They're acquiring every asset they can get their hands on yeah. on the offensive side of the ball. What the Bengals were doing on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. Um. I'm I'm really interested in the Dolphins, but the only part of the Dolphins I'm not interested in is Tua. Yeah. Yeah, that's not that's not a good thing, right? Why is that? I mean, do you really think Tua can throw for four thousand yards this year? Uh, no, but I think Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill, and uh, Jalen Waddle could run for four thousand uh. uh, yards after the catch, right? So they could Hopefully. they could single handedly take him to four thousand yards, I guess. Uh, just in. in... Yeah, this brings yeah. us to a new topic. Here's a new topic. Did you know that Sleeper now has yards per target in oh. all of the wide receiver stats? Very nice. Very it might nice. have been there for a while, but I'm just realizing that the yards per target on some receivers on some teams with lesser quarterbacks is like six yards per target, okay? But yards per catch is like eight, okay? You want to look into this because as I was doing this, I started realizing, yeah, some of these quarterbacks are not throwing the ball. Deontay Johnson's yards per target was like six yards, eight yards. Yeah. yeah. But his yards and, per catch was like nine or ten. Yeah. And, the, and if you look at, uh, you know, a lot of the experts are already giving their uh, rankings and projections that they're, they've already boosted Deontay Johnson by like four yards per right. target okay. just by not having been there anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is one of my fears of Tua. I mean, I know Tua can throw it, but when he throws it, he misses guys by yards. I just don't want I just don't want that. I mean, I'd like the Dolphins to be good. I don't care. The Dolphins can be good. You and I have rooted for the Dolphins in the last few years because of their defense, but it would be really exciting if their offense could finally play. You know, and it not just be Gasecki based. Yeah. I don't know. For sure. Good for Sony Michelle owners. Bad for Sony Michelle owners. Yeah, I, um, I don't know what to what to think about that. And the uh, the Ravens signed um, um, Bartolo Colon. Just got cut from uh, Atlanta. Um, oh, Mike Davis. Mike Davis. Perfect. Yeah. Mike Why Davis, not? So, yeah. Why not? I mean, the Ra- this is the what the Ravens need to do. They basically need two teams. They they need to have a practice squad that is actually just a secondary team. Yeah. And those guys available on game day. Because when there are so many injuries like they have for the last few years, they need to start thinking about this and addressing this early. Well, it, and actually, the Ravens signing Mike Davis probably gives you uh, more confidence that J.K. Dobbins and uh, Gus Bus will be fine because they didn't really spend any draft capital on running back. They right. didn't, didn't go after – you know, they didn't sign Melvin Gordon. They didn't get one of the big name free agent True. running backs. So they must be pretty confident in where they're going with their two studs that to just need Mike Davis. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're not, you're not really going anywhere with Mike Davis if, if that's your no. go-to guy. So they probably are just, you know, filling the gap, making <clears throat> sure, you know, covering a few carries here and there. They did it last year, you know, Devonte Freeman and, and Latavius Murray, they brought in yeah, old, guys, you know, old guys last year, and it worked okay, kind of okay for them. Kind not, of okay. Not, not great. But. How about this? As you mentioned, Melvin, <laughs> Melvin Gordon, I just realized, and 
you know, not throwing any shade on Marshawn, literally one of the greatest running backs ever, in my opinion, as far as a running back. And one of the greatest characters uh, I love ever, Marshawn. Ever, ever I know. In, in the world. <laughs> in the whole wide world. I love Marshawn. But what I'm about to say is a real question. I'm not making fun. Do you think Melvin Gordon might be the best running back pass catcher that Russell Wilson's ever been able to play with? Yes. Yeah. That's going to get real interesting. Yeah. That might be the key to this whole thing. Russ has never been able to dump it off. He's had to run for his life. Yep. He might be able to check down to the Melvin Gordon. <laughs> Javante may – I mean, Javante is a great running back. He's young. We don't know what he can do really catching. I could look at the numbers, they which both, I want to well, say they, he they can both catch. Can, yeah, they both can catch. Yeah. The, the, it was kind of pretty even uh, as far as the uh, work in the passing game between the two last year. So he's he, – whoever's on the field doesn't matter. He can dump it off yeah. either of them and feel good about it. So Man, I'm, I'm really – I don't know. There's a, there's a little place in my heart for those Broncos. Love me some Elway when I was young, but yeah. I don't know. I love Russ. It's not a secret. But nope. I'm, I'm trying hard to not totally jump off the Seahawks ship, but – I do. Well, have, and you, I'm and, and, and you've got boat, and right? you've got some Chargers to cheer for as well. So you <laughs> it's get, true. You know, it's true. Got to be careful here. Uh, yep. Ohio State announced that they have signed. I don't know how you even do this. Uh, they have signed the number one quarterback prospect, Dylan Rayola. Okay. Uh, he he's a sophomore right now. He'll be a junior next year in Arizona. So he committed some, at some high school. He committed for the mm. twenty for the twenty twenty four season. Man, is this smart or not? We're covering a lot of ground today. I understand this. This could be a show all onto its own. Is it smart or not for a kid in his junior year to commit to a college? Yeah, he's not even in his junior. So his sophomore year, he threw for 3,243 yards and 42 touchdowns at some high school in Texas. He's now moving to a high school in Arizona uh, where he'll have his junior year and I would assume his senior year. How much are they paying him? Yeah, yeah. The high really? school, I mean. <laughs> yeah. The high school. You, you know there's you know there's gosh. I know. I and know if there and, and if and if he's leaving Texas to go to Arizona, right. how much are they paying him? You right. know he was getting paid in Texas. Because <laughs> everything crazy. goes in Texas, right? Everything goes. I mean, you know, they get mad about it, but it's all about state championships. It, it is. <laughs> man, oh man. I mean Ohio State, um, we can we can say this now. I mean, rest in peace, Dwayne Haskins, because I, I I just was reminded of him. But we can say that Ohio State is kind of becoming the quarterback place, right? Yeah, yeah. He turned down Air, uh, Alabama, of course, USC, a couple other big schools, and and many more that they didn't even name in the article. Because we have Stroud coming out. Stroud's going to be the number one guy next year. Next year, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Where's right? he going? Where's he heading? He's so good. This kid flicks his wrist over the middle line drive 40-yard passes. Where does where's he heading? Uh probably the New York football giants. To be very honest, how it's trending. No, but he's at oh so yeah, so Stroud's at playing, Ohio State. He's at Ohio State now. He will he's be, a, he's he will be draft eligible yeah. next year. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're going to have that crazy mullet kid. I keep forgetting his name. Squatch and I have talked about him before. <laughs> this kid is 
mean, he's like he's like Ben Roethlisberger, but if With Ben Roethlisberger mullet. was like yee yee and drove his like three quarter ton monster truck to practice <laughs> and had his shades that are like four sizes too big, you know those shades you get at the fair? Those oh, yeah. are cool now. The ones you get at the fair that are like two feet wide they're, and a they're foot back tall, in. They're back. Those in are style. real now. Yeah, those are cool. <laughs> I mean, when I was a kid, the Oakley blades were big and they were crazy, and that was cool, but. But this kid, and I wish I could remember his name. I'm sorry right now, everyone. Look him up. This kid's like a, he, he foregoed, if I'm using that term right here, right? He foregoed his senior year to join Ohio State last year as a red shirt freshman. Okay? Quarterback. This, this is the weirdest thing ever. So he finished his senior year last year as an Ohio State quarterback at, for Ohio State. Weirdest thing I've ever seen. The, and I know, but you can break it down. Totally good. I'm just shooting from the hip here, as always. But next year, he'll be a true freshman, I guess. Okay. This is the weirdest deal. So so the last time I heard of this situation, and I'm sure it happens quite a bit, but the last, Maybe, time, yeah. the last time of note I heard of this happening where a kid uh, actually reported for spring, you know, spring football and, and basically finished their senior year up in college. Yeah. Was one Aaron Hernandez when he did it at Florida? Perfect. With, with one Urban Meyer piece of crap coaching that team and encouraged him to do it. How did that work out? Well, well, Aaron so Hernandez a, was take, a really take, great take a seventeen-year-old kid, yeah, uh, you know, and then you know, inject him into the lifestyle of what's going on on a college campus for. Uh, extra privileged um football yeah. athletes that uh yeah what could, possi- what could possibly go wrong with that situation nothing right? nothing can ever go wrong when you hand a child millions of dollars no. and all the opportunity and tell them they're great and give them all the drugs and women yep. they can have yep. but check this out the number one recruit of 2022 just finished high school early and is bringing his mullet of the gods <laughs> to ohio state okay quinn ewers Quinn Ewers, that's right. Yeah. Okay, Quinn Ewers, this kid. Um, and go, you know, go watch him. I think he's like seven five as like a freshman. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's. I mean, this is like this is Se- stuff that, seven eight with the mullet. Yeah, he's seven eight. He's just actually, it's been confirmed. He's seven eight, six hundred pounds. Okay, all muscle. Okay, he can bench press. Get this, two houses. Okay. I mean, this kid has the like Chuck Norris things already happening in his life. And uh, I just, I can't wait to see him. But what you're doing here by adding Dylan Riola is you're just saying, Hey, it's just open season on any of you guys. And what really happens is one of these guys will transfer and go to like Arkansas or Oklahoma state and become a number one quarterback. We saw it with Burrow. Burrow was at Ohio state. He wasn't going to play. Right. Yep. So dumb. Like it's so weird. How about if you already have a five star recruit quarterback, you can't get another one. <laughs> okay. Like, how about, yeah. How about that? Right. Let another team have it's kinda, like, kinda like, uh, the It's kind of kind of like the NHL draft lottery that happens today, right? If you mm. uh, and they actually have rules in there, there you now. Go. You cannot get the number one pick uh, more than twice in like a ten year span or something like that. Jacksonville gotta, Jaguar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You had your chance, losers. 15 <laughs> times you've had your chance you don't know what to do with it you, can't you don't deserve it. a number one pick anymore i'm sorry we're taking I, it away i agreed no <laughs> more please oh you're the worst team again yeah okay you don't imagine that pick. you okay. get a number 20 pick 
Yeah, maybe you had it, would have more luck with that. <laughs> That's so true. I mean, it's crazy, right? Well, I, I, I mean, I enjoy that. It's good news. Dylan Raiola, good for him. But, I mean, let's get used to these names. I always want to remember Quinn Ewers. I always try to remember his name. I promise a minute from now I will have forgotten it. But well, I, I can't is... forget it now. He's seven foot eight, six hundred pounds. <laughs> He's huge. He's bigger <laughs> than life. No, I just, I just think like, let's see these kids. Let's see how they develop. Let's hope they don't fall off. Okay, that's the biggest thing for me. This is like so. Justin Fields. When I was watching that show, which you can no longer watch, by the way, QB one, uh, you can't watch the one with Justin Fields anymore because now it's owned by him probably he he owns the rights to it yeah Yeah, exactly um that when you're watching him as like a junior in high school and you're like oh good i hope this kid stays strong and he's killing it and a senior and you're like oh great this is awesome whatever you're like i really hope they make it to the nfl of course right because you watch a bunch of these kids and a lot of them don't make it to the nfl then you hope like when they do get to the nfl like you know stroud will you know quinn ewers will you know probably riola will when they do get to the NFL, I sure hope they keep their nose clean and stay yep. the course of stardom. Russell Wilson needs to be mentoring some of these young guys and saying, hey, don't go to the places you're invited to go to all of, you know, yep. like be smart about your career, you know, because we don't want, again, any Todd Maravich or Marinovich yep. or whatever his name yep. was. Like uh, life coaching. Life yeah. Coaching. Yeah. I want to see the greatest for these kids. And of course, you're going to hear Tom Brady saying the same thing on Fox on one of these Fox. years. As the lead analyst. <laughs> that's amazing to me. Yeah. yeah. This is a big day. I mean, that's big, big Thank news. You. CBS right now is so mad. Son of a gun. I know. Why did, <laughs> why did we not think of that? <laughs> Who's in charge here? He was in our division all this time. We had him. <laughs> and he, we let him get away. And Romo eventually will go. I mean, can you imagine? Like, let's say 10 years from now, Romo, Brady. Oh, my goodness. Best yeah. show ever. The Romo-Brady combo. All right, let's get out of here. <laughs> Talk football all day, see? We could, we could do it all day long. Uh, we are two ways, two days away from the uh, schedule announcement, which is going to be exciting. Uh, yes. Uh, yep. Let's wrap it up for a Tuesday. Okay. Out of here. For the Fantasy Blink, I am the commission. He is Clintus Maximus. Everybody have a great day out there. The sun is shining. Whoop, whoop. Enjoy. We are over and out. See ya.